Candle Coven. I'm Elena. And I'm Jocelyn from Bijou Candles. And And this this is is the Candle Candle Coven Coven Podcast. Let's light some candles, get cozy, and talk at it. You know, I don't know the words to any song. No, I don't either. But I know the words to all songs. Right. Like, you know, like, what's the vibe and like what the sounds are, but not necessarily the direct translation from your brain sounds. Like, I, like Push from Nashbox 20 came on the other yeah. day and I knew every single <clears throat> word. Like, I actually knew the words. That's yeah. Anything from I would say 2004 and before. 2004 I know, and before. I know the words to mostly. And then after that date, I don't know any words to any songs. So when you graduated from high school, you lost your yeah. you a hard drive. You know reboot. what it is, is like I wasn't like sitting in my teen bedroom, like reading the liner notes and like learning right. the lyrics. And so if I yeah. never learned the lyrics, I just learned like what I think it sounds like. Like, I don't know a single Radiohead lyric. I, they're not meant to be perceived, those <laughs> lyrics. The only reason that I know some of them is from reading the lyrics. Because I went to a concert. Yeah, I went to the concert and he told me them. He was like, these are the Thom, he told me. Thom like, these Yorkie are the poo. lyrics. This is how he talks. Thom Yorkie Poo. <laughs> they talk like that. He's like, hey, this is the weird radiohead. <laughs> I'm Tom York. I'm the lead singer. I'm the lead singer of this band. <laughs> I don't even need those guys. <laughs> yeah, John, it was during um Hails of the Thief. Mm-hmm. So pretty much Johnny Greenwood spent a lot of time like on the floor adjusting like whatever they're the pedals called. like no like those like mm, yeah those are pedals they're not pedals though they were like little he had like a board that had like yeah but like does he step on them no after? he was like doing other stuff like interesting what are they called Effects. synthesizers he's doing a lot of synthesizing i bet he like doesn't even know that there's an audience like it feels like that he's like in his own little not no nobody in the ba- band knows yeah that well tom is the only one who's client facing so he has to and he's barely he has, he has like a that hard time eye. yeah he has a hard time i like it so i have like a thing for like british musicians where they have two different eyes like bowie yeah and tom york and that's it that's the list my dad could play tom york in a movie because of the he's the got eye. an eye nice you know what tom york's eyes are both it's the lid it's yeah you're lid. right yeah Never mind, I take it back. Right. It's a different eye dysfunction. Yep. Or is it a function? <laughs> <laughs> I put the funk in function. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so as we mentioned on Instagram, it's been very busy because we're in the thick of holiday season. So we have not had time to do a deep dive. Into the thick of it. <laughs> that's like why my brain is just like so annoying. We like do- any every single word you say, I start a song playing. I know. Same for me. It's awful. Yeah. You know what talking to us is like? It's like going through your cell phone ringtones. Yeah, that's exactly right. Anytime you say something to me, I am constantly holding in 85 references that my brain's that's like, so remember funny. this? That's so funny because I will spend hours look, like listening to phone ringtones. Yeah. I would spend so long trying to pick a ringtone. When oh, I, it takes like, me with forever. With the Nokia's and shit. Or like when you could pull up a song finally. Oh, yeah. Damn. I actually never even picked a song because it would have been too much for me. How could I pick? I had it on like a flip phone. I didn't have it on my iPhone. No. But it was there were like these flip phones like right before iPhones that like had speakers. Yeah. So like it could play a song properly yes. instead of being like beep boop beep. beep. <laughs> you know what I mean, hello moto. Yeah. <laughs> so like that one, I probably had a song. I think it was booty 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 rocking everywhere. Was it really? I think it was like Bubba Sparks. That's good. 
I like that for you. But I had different ones, I think. Like what? Like for different people. Oh, okay. Like Shannon was like Caribbean queen. I love that. What would my and song be? I would be? pay like 99 cents. Like if you had a song for to do for me, what would it be when I called you? Oh my God, that's such a good question. Alina <laughs> oh is thinking so hard that she's like biting no, all I of her fingers. No, I feel like I'm, I'm concerned I'm going to have a stroke. Why? Because there are so many channels I could t- uh, go down. <laughs> Like can barely. Speak oh my right god! Now. I'm almost. It's so much information that I'm almost blank. <laughs> like I'm holding on for dear life. Is there like a first thing that you keep thinking and you're like, no, it can't be that. But like, what is that one? What's the one that you're like? God, there's so many. I mean, I honestly want it to be like when two become one by the Spice Girls. Oh, that's very cute. That's nice. Yeah. That I mean, that works for me. Another one would be the so Scat when I call Man. it, I would be like. <laughs> or just be like when two yeah it would be when two it would be that <laughs> or the scat man can you imagine that's honestly probably more accurate to like it because if i was to call you that's how you call me like from the in real life i'm like from another like room. if i needed to speak with you it would be for like a really important reason i would like never if you're call in the you. other room and you need me you're like can you imagine okay wow all right so let me pick a song for when you call me yes please Mm. i have a thought i wonder if you're gonna say what i'm thinking it's okay it's not like a song that i'm obsessed with but it i know you would be obsessed with it and it makes sense so it's gonna be call me maybe oh because you love that's good what's her name i love carly ray jepson carly ray jepson She's like my number two. She loves Carly. I was gonna I do. To some I was gonna I do a Britney song, but all of a sudden I was like, "Call me maybe." Like it's a phone. I love a pun. When "Call Me Maybe" came out, I like had to go to like a home because I was playing it so much. Yeah, especially when that video came out with like Justin and Selena. Yes, and that whole crew. Yeah, like with their iMac cameras da- doing like at home dances to "Call Me Maybe." Like they're right. everybody else. Like. Like I, you I, are you are a connoisseur of the most of like what is the most perfect pop situation? That was like peak 2012. That, oh yeah. I mean that was like when we met each other around that I time. I would get I would get like fucked up with Cassie. Yep. Go out and like come home and watch that on repeat. That sounds like you. Over and over and over <laughs> again. Like I was mainlining it. I didn't even like those people. It's like a perfect song. It's like I wasn't even describe. like into Justin and Selena. I was just like, I can't, I couldn't believe like how perfect it was. Yeah. No, it was like high school musical, really, like on crack. No, it's true. It's like a very, it's good. They really know what they're doing. They do. Um, but that's a good answer. Wait, what were you going to say? Like, what, what did you think I was going to say? I was going to say China Girl by David Bowie. Okay. Like I was going to say that initially when it was like from my perspective of it but i wanted to put like your vibe into it i like that and also like ugh, so come on okay so yeah Is chi- like china oh, girl- are you my white husband right <laughs> yeah i am exactly <laughs> but um wait what would you assign he to literally wait, sings well- visions of swastikas <laughs> in my head <laughs> and every time you'd call me it would say swastikas and i don't i just oh my don't God, need that kind look. of attention on no. me say what now do you have any that i should have for you what I were thought you, you were going to do somebody tell me oh, oh that's, yeah, that is good. why I work so hard for you to give, give you money, money. Oh, to, to give, give you money. money. Oh, 
Speaking of, we're we're in last Christmas territory. We finally. are fully, fully. Although fully. I think it's an all year song. It's an all year song, but you can really lay it on thick. It's so good. That's my favorite Christmas song. It's my favorite like song. Yeah. Ever. And the what, music video is a dream. What's your favorite um, holiday, like traditional Christmas song? More like, you know, old school. Mm, Sorry, I had I, to get some gloves. Can I tell you, can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't really care about Christmas songs. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, like the old timey traditional ones, like they're all kind of the same to me. Like oh, I, enjoy it. I enjoy them. But I, they, I'm not like, oh, I go hard for like yeah, jingle bells. Yeah, you have bells. like such a different Christmas time upbringing. Because like, your family Christmas doesn't really like celebrate Christmas that much, do they? Not really. Yeah. Like we did it because like my right. parents didn't want me, us to be like complete like derelicts. But like <laughs> we, I, you know, when we were younger, we, we, you know what we did? We celebrated St. Nick more. Right. That was like a bigger present night yep. or morning for us. What's St. Nick? It was like December 6th. St. Nicholas Day. Okay, so it's December sixth, and so I mean, what's the deal with what's the I don't deal even with know Nick? if like this is oh, the it's tradi- the day of his death. Yeah, like like Saint Nicholas, yeah, not like like Santa Claus. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a European thing that my dad did, but um, we celebrated it without any context. Like I didn't even know what the meaning was behind it, or yeah. like what the actual traditions are for it. Like if what we were doing, like everyone else did, I have no idea. And is it like, what do you do? Like, what's this, the tradition? We for would it? wake up. We would put our shoes out the night before. So, so you put your shoes out. Yeah. Maybe out, that's why I like shoes. Like outside your door and you get presents in them. That's like the thing, right? Like no, Saint, you put them like all by the front door. And like St. Nick would come and put presents in your shoes. Yeah. Wrapped in like red cellophane. I mean, that's that's a good reason and to like shoes. It was like the funnest shit. It was so great. Yeah. So that's like, and my parents would usually like let us get the day off of school. You know what, Elena? It's a good thing you got a good size foot. Get more I got presents. Big presents. Got big presents. My parents were like, God damn it, these kids are tall. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are tall. I know. You're a six foot tall woman. That I know. is really. I have size 10 men's feet. 10 men's. You're a big guy. I'm a Paris Hilton size 11. Good for you. I know. I, I take up some room, honey. Oh, you, I manspread. I don't ever. You do it. Yeah. I'm going to start spreading. The you news. Every, yeah. I'm spreading today. <laughs> um, wait, so if it wasn't clear from what I was trying to say earlier, this is going to be another Q&A episode. Mm. We asked the Candle Coven for some topics and stuff. There are some really fun stuff in here. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to do today. And just right off the top, y'all got to know I'm burning some stuff. Oh, yeah. Jocelyn's like heavy burning I've stuff been these days. Burning. She's been creating Not only some have I been journeys. burning like my normal burning, I've been really getting into it. Yeah. I've been like this with this, this with this. You're this like room, scientific about it. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting like my candle obsession is going. It's deeper, but very deliberate and mathematical mm-hmm. right now. Um, yeah, I wanted like a very pure tone moment. Oh. So I'm burning three Gretas in the home. Like a three, a perfect three part. I want to just, I wanted a full Greta amplified. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, it smells incredible in here. Yeah, it right does. Now. I'm like, are you baking something? It's my candles. <laughs> here at my candles. <laughs> uh, please no. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to read you the description for Greta. Even though I read it before when we did the Greta Garbo podcast. Sometimes the candle of the day can be a candle that we've done. Oh, yeah. We don't have infinite candles. I don't have 365 types. <laughs> Although at this rate, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. Like, Even I just your want- dad was like, how do you guys come up with all the scents? I know. <laughs> I was like, that's the hard part. Yeah. That's, you know, it's all the hard part. Okay, ready? 
Deliciously sweet vanilla meets spicy bourbon for an intoxicating evening by the fire. Rocks glass included. And the notes are vanilla orchid, vanilla bean, smoky bourbon, warm woods, and musk. And it's just great because it's not too sweet at all. Yeah. It's just like, it actually isn't even that sweet. It's more just like vanilla. Yeah. And then like kind of smoky woods. It's like a deep sweet. Almost like one, like mm. a, it, ha- it has like a butterscotchiness to it. Yeah. Like, like, it's, like It's like that smoky caramelization. Yeah, exactly. But not sugary. No. And it's like really, oh, I love it. It really is like fireplace, sugar cookie, And then like Santa. a touch of like cologne. A little bit of cologne, yeah. kind of like an, a date night. Yeah. But with dessert. <laughs> Would any date night be complete? You have to have dessert. Of course. I'm at the age now where I have dessert every night. Yeah, my blood sugar is a little bit high. Is it? Yeah, but I didn't fast. No, your blood sugar's fine. Yeah, I fine. saw it. That was fine. Okay. Guys, don't worry about her blood sugar. She's okay. <laughs> Stop worrying about her blood sugar. She's fine. <laughs> it's okay. All right. <laughs> Do you want me to get into some of these topics? Sure. All right. So there, all of these are amazing. There's so many good ones. All right. Here we go. Uh, your silliest holiday traditions. I guess I just like said mine, which was celebrating an entirely different holiday. <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that you did growing up or that you do now or that we don't, we're not really like too traditional, you and I. And we no. don't like to be beholden to things that we did before. I feel like we have to do it again and mm-hmm. recreate it again because that's an impossible task. The only thing that we have taken th- through every single year, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. is like some sort of like frozen pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Well, that's from me from my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that has to be every year. Yeah, that one is pretty funny because it's literally this recipe that my grandmother found in like a magazine or like on the back of a Cool Whip <laughs> container. In like the 70s? For like, in like the 90s. And it was like this like frozen Cool Whip pumpkin ginger snap pie in a graham cracker crust. And it's basically like pumpkin ice cream, but like whipped mm-hmm. like a pumpkin mousse almost. Yeah. Filled with like like moist, you I hate that word, but moist ginger snaps because the ginger snaps like it's like icebox cake, like eats the cream. Yeah, you like break them up into it, mix it. Oh in. my god! And then the graham cracker, it is honestly so delicious, but it is such a hilarious recipe. It's really good, and I, I have made to it for have you it last year. I'm gonna have to make another one. I love it so much. It's really easy to make. It is. I mean, you just but like put a bunch of chemicals this, in a bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Add some pumpkin spice. I literally almost fucked it up last year. Because I'm so stupid. You know what I was just thinking? Like, the part that I like about it the most is, like, the ginger snap, like, iceboxy pie-ness. Like, what if we just make, like, a, a an icebox pie that's, like, a pumpkin. It's, like, layered with, like, ginger snaps and graham crackers and, like, cr- pumpkin cream. What's the difference? Instead of it being, like... What do you mean? I mean, it's, like, the fucking same, isn't it? I don't get what you mean. We'll talk about this later. I'll tell you what an icebox pie is. It, it's is like that layer, not an icebox it's like pie? Layered, it's, like, layered cookies... No, it's like a specific type of pie. What's that kind called? It's a frozen pie. A frozen pie, not an icebox Well, pie. I mean, I guess it's six of one, half a dozen of the yeah. other, right? Get it from the icebox. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Yeah. So it, Can you imagine that, that they were called iceboxes because they would get ice delivered from the ice guy? No. And it was like a big fucking piece of ice. Well, like you use like huge hooks to like hook into it. Yeah. And it's like a 10-year-old boy. Yeah. Didn't your like great-grandfather have like an ice business? Did he? I feel like I remember that. That it could be. Did my dad say it? I feel like he did. It's it's really possible. I know. Oh wait, there. I could there be was thinking a funeral home else. in the family. 
And there was ice that was delivered to that I know. Okay. And isn't that fuck? I have heard some wow. stories. Yeah, I've heard some stories. Big on the ice and there the was a we come from a family of entrepreneurs, a lot of business yep. owners. Mm-hmm. Just following in the footsteps. Uh wait, so icebox cake is different from frozen pumpkin pie. Yes, but I don't know that that's my our weirdest tradition. You know what? Like the weirdest thing is I don't like to make things traditional and I don't like to be beholden to capitalistic Hallmark holidays. Uh-huh. And but like, we do enjoy it. I enjoy it on, on my, on on my, my terms. Yeah. Yes. And like, I think it's like, I think holidays, like we said, I think we talked about this last week, but like, they can be really triggering. I, I, I don't know one person who's like having a good time right now. No, me neither. <laughs> Everyone's struggling. Me that neither. I know. It also like, to be fair, that full moon that we had. Oh my God. Weekend, it ripped us apart. It was a not full you and moon. me, just like us personally. The, everybody. <laughs> like, I feel like everyone is going through it. Yeah. It was like basically the the theme was like you're not going to move forward until you reckon with yourself yeah and everything around like you. did everyone get struck by lightning or something it was like <laughs> it's just like everyone is going personally and like work is like obviously busy and everyone's just like in the, stress you get senioritis because i feel like a lot of companies go on break for like maybe a couple days like around the holiday yeah and, I just think it's like, yeah. It's well, I mean, I really I genuinely think like people should be like hibernating in the winter. Well, we're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. We're supposed like, to be. But to like work during this time is like so against our nature. nature. Right. It's hard. I can't imagine like getting up early to go do like a manual labor. I know. At like God when bless. it's like dark at seven. Seriously. Yeah. Ugh, like 7 so a.m. darkness. Hard to, it, it's too dark. Yeah. It's it's too dark. <laughs> It's just too dark. Turn the lights on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think anything too silly. We just like to do hilarious shit. We like to like watch. We like to put up our pink tree because we like the light. We are a yeah, little magpies. That's like our thing is like we definitely like a colorful tree. And I think that's because because my birthday is Christmas Eve. That's probably what the silliest or like weirdest thing is like. It's sort of a Christmas birthday moment. Yeah. It's, it's a, sort of it is. It's a, yeah. And we try to even the way we decorate the tree. It's so funny that like I'm like, I want a pink tree because it's like a birthday tree. It's a birthday tree. Yeah. Wait, what are the stories? Wait about a second. Like- can I actually there's another question on here that goes right into that. OK. Sorry. What were you going to say, though? I wanted to hear you um tell your story about when you asked like when Santa's coming. OK. Yes. Oh, when I was like four. Yeah. There's this like birthday that I had when I was four that they my family videotaped. So I've like seen the videos of it. So I, that's how I know all the details of this day. <laughs> And like I picked out this dress. I, did I say I was turning four? Yeah. Yeah. I picked out this dress um, from like pff, Ames. What's Ames? Like, I think that's the name of it. Like some like Bradley's. Oh, Bradley's. Like that Don't, kind of a oh, thing. I love a Bradley's. Okay. See, Bill from New England is Ames a store. That sounds familiar to me. Um, Ames. All my Looney Tunes clothes at Bradley's. Oh, yeah. And so I went in there and I picked out this dress. It was white with silver and gold metallic like lame. And it was like kind of like a choo-choo dress. Oh, cute. It was like very 80s, like early like, 90s. Yeah. And I got matching socks. The socks looked like choo-choos and they had the gold and, and silver. Oh, my God. Yes. And then I had on like my little fancy, you know, shiny patent leather shoes. Did you look like an American Girl doll. No, I I wanted to look like Jem is what I wanted to look like. Did you look like one of JoJo Siwa's girls? Yeah, that's what I looked like. (laughs) Um, And the whole, so the shtick for this fourth birthday my mom and dad came up with was that Santa came a day early to give me my first bike. Oh. And the attic 
um, was the entrance to it was in my Nana's closet. My Nana, which is my dad's grandmother, uh-huh. actually lived with us sometimes. And in her room, like you had to go through the closet to get to the attic, which was like to the roof. That's where she lived? She yeah, I mean, she lived in the bedroom, but um, oh, in her closet. Yeah, we didn't make her live in the oh. attic. <laughs> we put my nan in the attic. Yeah, you had to no, go through the closet? No, no. She just like, that was her closet. It had the entry. It was like such a crazy attic. It's like an old New England house. <laughs> she like, Jocelyn. No, that never happened. I am the attic grandma. No, we did not have that. It's so scary to me. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so like. They give me all these like birthday presents. I got like um, dress up pretty. Which one's that? Um, I don't know, but it went. The song was like dress up pretty, dress up pretty. And then there was another doll I got called Little Miss Dress Up. <gasps> dress up pretty was dress up clothes that I got, and it was like um, a rock and roll outfit that you put on your yeah. Yourself. So it was like a little thing you could get called dress up pretty and there were like different like themes. costumes costumes exactly and i got like the rocker chick one and it was like hot pink and it was like um a little tube top and a little like that's like skirt. such a good idea i know and i had it had armbands with it and i'm like mama what's this and she goes oh that's an armband and i was like it's an armband <laughs> it's an armband <laughs> i had such a bad mass accent when i was little like you know little kids have like their grandparents yeah. accents i was like oh what's this an armband <laughs> um and so they like got me all this stuff and i like there was like a picture not a picture the part of the video where i like picked up a card and i was like reading it and like i was like mm, mm-hmm. love nana oh like I was like, like I was like trying to be like, oh, when you get a card, you go, oh, isn't yeah, that yeah, nice yeah. or whatever? Like um, um, the girls on like reality shows that are always like, oh, oh. I was like, isn't that adorable? <laughs> like I was just like mimicking just, like, the old, old people. Yes, yeah. yeah. so I was like, that's adorable. Like that's just incredible. So they give me like for the bike handles like tassels yeah. and like a bike horn. Uh huh. And um, and they're like, what's that for, Jocelyn? <gasps> and I'm like. For a bike. And they're like, well, you don't have a bike. And my grandmother's this background, is thrilling. Everyone is so in on the joke. They're really laying it on. Like, like, but you don't have a bike. And my grandmother's in the background. She's like, but you don't have a bike. No. But you don't have a bike. So were and you I'm, onto them? Or like, I'm or like, no, not, I'm like, you're like, I'm completely like, I don't have a bike. No. I oh my god like what is this what does this mean you're like this is mean no 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 I was like I was like I don't know yeah. I was like oh my god something's something's a foot something's the foot yes <laughs> and so my dad's like you know what I heard some noise up on the <gasps> roof last night and I heard some noise in Nana's closet and I don't know and the, maybe, and Nana's attic I don't know maybe Santa came early for your birthday and my grandma's really laying it on thick she's like for Jocelyn Drew for four years old and like she's like losing it and I'm like oh my god I'm freaking out I'm like do you guys did Santa, did Santa come early I was like freaking out I'm like this video of me I'm like losing my mind okay and so they're like, like a Molly Shannon character yeah oh yeah and they're like, okay, let's go upstairs and check me in his closet. And so it's like me and this party of people. It's like all my family and like some of my parents' friends like stop by, which is like so nice because it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Like, and they stop know, by to see a little Jeepy yeah, for just her to birthday. See me like, ah! They came to see if Santa came early. Yeah, did Santa come early? So in the creepy Nana attic. In the creepy Nana closet, exactly. So uh, we're I'm like about to go upstairs and I turn around and I face everybody. And I'm like, listen, 
You guys have got to be really quiet because Santa might be hiding upstairs somewhere. <laughs> and I was so fucking scared. And I remember Were you it, just like giving it to the crowd I was, or what? You were a crowd pleaser. I was, I was so scared. You were that scared? Santa Claus was hiding upstairs. And I remember. You think you were like, it was like Ashton Kutcher? I didn't know. <laughs> I was just like, what is Santa doing here early? Like, I had stranger danger already for Santa Claus. I was like, You're so I'm funny. not sure about this. So we like go up the stairs. I'm like, I, re- I remember this happening. And my heart was like pounding out of my chest. I was like, what is happening? So we like get to the closet and it's like the kind where it's just like you pull it like a sliding door. Uh-huh. And so I like go to open it and I'm like, I don't want to. And they're like, juicy, open the closet. I'm like, I don't want to. And I was like so scared. And then I finally, they're like, it's okay. I think he's gone. He has to get ready I for mean, they Christmas. Really hyped him up too. They really, I yeah. believe that this had happened. Yeah. And so they, I opened it and there's this like epic, sparkly pink bicycle. And everyone's like, oh my God, Jocelyn. <laughs> and so then I, the video, this part of the video ends. I get on the bike and, I'm, and it's got the training wheels, obviously. So I'm yeah. like standing on it. And I go, God, it's just my size. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you? Oh, my God. I A go, regular old Lucille God, ball. it's just my size. And then I go, there's no holes in it for the tassels. <gasps> and I was like, Jesus, Jocelyn. And my mom was really like, Jesus, she, she notices everything. She's too quiet. She's just too much. That is incredible. God, it's just my size. Can you believe for that on a shirt? Unbelievable. I was like literally like an 80 year old woman like eating it up, I'm sure. <laughs> Was everyone in the neighborhood watching? This is like pure no, gold. Like gold enter- this is the most entertaining thing <laughs> at the time. I don't know about that. Was this live show? It was. I was really in. I was like deep, deep, deep into like Santa being in my house. I was scared. And I remember going to bed that night and my bedroom had like you could see part of the roof like off my bedroom window. You know, there's like levels. Okay. And like, I just kept like going to the window in the middle of the night and being like, "Is I think I'm seeing a red light. I'm thinking I'm seeing Rudolph's nose. No way. Like I was like this you were, time you of went year. Hard for Santa. Yeah. Like, you know, other kids, like they have their birthday in the spring, the summer, the fall, like it gets spread out, you yeah. know, for me, like all the most exciting things were happening within a 48 hour period. That's and a like, for a I kid. was like gonna explode. Yeah. That's and so, like, they're like, hey, like, you know, Santa Claus, famous, very A-list superstar <laughs> Santa Claus. And I was like, yeah, I know about him. I think he came to your home last night For in you. the room next to where you were sleeping without your knowledge, gave you a bike. He might be hiding up there. Like, I was losing Wait, my how mind. How did you feel about the fact that you weren't given a heads up to leave something for him? Right. Because like I, a feel guest like, in my I home. feel like you're still holding on to that. <laughs> like I'm just like the threat of company. The threat of company started <laughs> with the Santa threat Claus. of company started with it back in what year was that? 1989. Nine? Jesus. So like I can God. imagine you being like, I didn't leave him any cookies. Yeah, we didn't leave him cookies. Well, exactly. Yeah. I was probably really concerned about Rudolph getting a celery stick or I something. Love Rudolph. Oh yeah, you gotta leave some carrots. Carrots. Yeah. And some milk. Right. But this was a question. Did I read the question about the Birthday question? Okay, listen. Fellow Cap here, how do you make your birthday special even though it was hijacked by Jesus? (laughs) Oh my God, Jesus. Okay, so I have a friend, Julia, whose birthday is Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And then another friend, Adam, whose birthday is the 26th. And the three of us have like all been in the same room at the same time. And we're like, we're like the ultimate baby Christmas. It's the trifecta. (laughs) The the Capricorn trifecta. That's like Catholicism. Christmas Capricorns are are a different breed. That's the trilogy. 
different How about, like, breed. The, the happy endings. Episode? All three of us are performers, at, like oh, at some true, point yeah. in our lives, because we're like Christmas clowns. We're like, hello, my baby. Hello. That's your improv team with them. Christmas clowns. Christmas clowns. Wait, how about that happy endings episode? Oh, my god, About Jane? Yes. Okay, so I'll answer that part of how I keep it special in a second. But happy endings. If you guys haven't seen the show, happy endings. It is one of those shows. I think it's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Netflix, maybe, too. Yeah, it is. Um, It's one of those shows that is pure, unadulterated joy and humor and laughter. And it like you can rewatch it many, many times. It's like what Friends wishes it was. It's truly so funny. It's so funny. And there's this character on it named Jane. And there is an episode where we find out that she has a fake ID. And like just to describe this character, she's like, She's the one like they're like, hey, I'm going to go like negotiate buying a car. Will you come with me? And she's like, absolutely. Yeah. And she like shows up with like this whole method. Yeah. And like she's a workaholic. <laughs> Did they end up like and, hiring her? Yeah, they hired her. Yeah. Like she's just like type A. Yeah. Give it. I got it. Yeah. Like whatever. Older sister. Older sister. Yes. So we're like watching the show. And then this episode, they're like, why? She goes and gets carded. And they're like, ma'am, this is a fake ID. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's not. My eye color is frosted spruce. And they're <laughs> like, they're like, shit. no, this is a fake ID. And then they give it back to her. And then they're like, like, why do you have a fake ID? And then she has to admit that her birthday is Christmas. Yeah. And we were like, of course, she's a Capricorn. Of course. And I like couldn't believe that, like the people that wrote the show, like they literally wrote her star sign into her character because like it that was a Capricorn. They might they must know someone. Right. That is that because and, it's so specific and true. It, right. And so basically the whole episode is about how like Christmas babies like they have to go to like a secret bar on Christmas yeah, yeah, to like yeah. celebrate their birthday with each other with fellow Christmas babies. <laughs> Did you feel like you you wanted to do that when you were growing up? Um, I actually always really liked it. My birthday. Yeah. And I like my family, of course, they were so good about making. I mean, they told me Santa came early. Yeah. So, like, obviously, I was like very lucky. I had very sweet, like, loving family that was like. Yeah, they figured it out. They how made to a make big. It nice. They never gave me presents in Christmas paper. They always gave it Aww. in birthday paper. Oh, cute. Because it had to be separate. Yeah. Um, and my mom's birthday is December eighteenth, so, so she she's it. a Christmas baby too. Like, and you know, it's pretty much the, yeah. the week before, so she kind of knew what to do. So I've always been really good about it. And now I just like to like have the time to just chill on my birthday. It's like such a reset for me. Mm -hmm. So I don't even like to do anything crazy. I like to just like have my favorite things, watch TV. I feel like we noticed that like both you and I this last year were having like a hard time around our birthdays. I feel like there's an emotional reset around your birthday every year. It's like the returning of the sun to this. You know what I mean? It's like you just feel like you need to like reflect and like start a new year. And Uh it's like a really for me, it's like. I need to keep it like that. Yeah. Because if it's too, I don't have a good birthday and I don't feel like, I feel like you start off the year weird. I don't know. No, totally. Like it just, I just like a nice, easy. Transition. Right. Transition. Into a, into a new year. To a new Age. journey around the sun. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. We like to make like special meals and stuff on your birthday. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because you make it really nice for me too. I try. You do a great job. I don't have anything planned this year though. I don't care. Oh, we're just going to have fun. Right? Yes. I'm just going to make brunch, eat Krabbies. Eat. I have to figure out what present to give you on your birthday. <laughs> I just have like a bunch of presents. That's so sweet. Elena and I decided last year that we were going to give ourselves like an adult Christmas, but like 
like get it like save up and do like a bunch of stuff so we can open up a bunch of things yeah we, we just buy each other a bunch of presents yep and that's and that's just what we do for each other and we like make lists for each other it's like, like not even it's like so a surprise. funny because it's like the same bank account <laughs> here's oh, the I list don't look at the, i don't look at our money yeah <laughs> that's well i'm the capricorn i look at it i know <laughs> oh, my god diary feeling not all married really. couples should share, share bank accounts though i think that um oh yeah women should have their, own bank have, have their own bank account yeah, absolutely <laughs> um so yeah i hope you fellow cap also make your birthday special and have boundaries around your birthday because there's a lot of like you know family stuff around holidays and it can be hard yeah you know what i mean totally like, it's a lot of pressure it's like it's my birthday it's christmas everybody needs to be happy everybody, it like, can be like, like a like, high stakes birthday and you just like make just do whatever you got to do it's your birthday i wonder if it's like really confusing for your friends that like text you on your birthday or like i was like do you say merry christmas i always do, do you and say I merry always, christmas on the day of christmas no i loved it because i felt like i always had a nice response because i get to be like thank you merry christmas because like i always loved that I could just saying thank you was like awkward, right? Just like thanks, like when you have whenever you wish somebody happy birthday, they're like thank you, I know, and you're like oh, because you want to be like you too, I know, right? <laughs> but with Christmas baby babies, you can just be like Merry Christmas, or like if you're a New Year baby, Happy New Year. That's good. I wonder what New Year's Eve babies are like. I've never really met a New Year's Eve baby. I don't no, think we, there are. Who is one? Patty Smith, I think, is one. <gasps> That's right. Well, she's a fun. She's a fun bitch. Who shares your birthday? Do you can, off the top of your uh, head? Ricky Martin, Anthony Fauci, Doctor Anthony Fauci. Yep. Can you imagine what that Dr. Capricorn's like? He's like, please listen to me, please. Isn't it so funny <laughs> that he sounds exactly like Uncle Leo? Yeah, he does. From Seinfeld. Yeah, he does. Jerry is Doctor Fauci from New York as well. He's got to be. Yeah, Sorry, I gotta take some glugs. I'm like a guinea pig. Imagine if you guys found out that I drank out of a guinea pig bottle. You just told them. Oops. <laughs> no, but like I, if I actually did. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if you had one like next to the bed. Do you? <laughs> They're so noisy. Did you ever have? You had like a gerbil once, right? Hamster. You, I had hamsters when I was a kid. Like yeah. two of them. Yeah. And but, then Shannon and I got gerbils. But their little water bottle they, they drink out of is so noisy. The, the little ball thing? Yes. They're like. Okay, so I had a guinea pig named Hoodsey, and he was huge. He was like a big guinea pig. Like, how big? Like, Kingston size? Or different? Or yes, actually. Or, yeah, he's like, um, he was a couple pounds. Oh, my God. He's like this big. I'm showing her, like, a meatloaf what size. What did he do? Um, like, what, did he just, like, guinea pig cage? He would, I would take him out and play with him. So, I didn't know that guinea pigs were supposed to have friends, and I wish I had gotten him another one, because well, apparently they can be very lonely. You. I didn't know that. That's, that's not like, like you. You were a kid and there wasn't the internet. Yeah, the, we didn't have the internet. But I had Hoodsy and I just played with him. I took him out, played with them, put him in the Barbie did you dress Corvette. Him up? You did? Um, I I was like allergic to him, but I still would like put him in bed with me. Did he ever poop on you? Absolutely. And pissed. <laughs> Poops and pisses. He uh, was so freaking cute. What were they talking about? Why was they telling you about him? Because he was like big. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was just like randomly oh, like the the thing on the oh my water God. thing because he was so big. Yeah, you're right because he's big. I was right. You were right. Um, he would be up in the middle of the night. This guy because you know they're <laughs> nocturnal. Oh my God, really? Yes. And I had this like huge cage for him that he could like run around. It was huge. Like a little apartment. 
It was like an apartment. It wasn't. It was like a cage. Like it was like a like a square, and it was probably like three square feet. Like it was like big. Yeah, was it like on the floor? I had it on like a big table in my my bedroom. Got that? Got that? My bed. My bed, man. Um, and he used to like run around really fast. He would kick up shavings all over the floor because it was like. It didn't go all the way up. Yeah. Because it was like a nice like cage, like a rabbit cage or whatever. Uh And so I'd always have to vacuum up the shavings. In the middle of it, it's got to be like clunk, 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 clunk. Because he's like, he was like rocketing that water bottle constantly. So thirsty. Yeah. I was like, gee, he was like doing laps and then like. He's like, these pretzels are making me thirsty. And then he'd be like, <laughs> no way. You know those like loud squeeze that they do? No. They're like, <laughs> what was like he that. screaming about? He's excited. He's like raging. Yeah, when they're when they get happy, they squeal really loud. Oh, he was happy? Yeah. That's cute. He was a happy guy. That's nice. And then he passed away. Of just natural causes. He lived for like four years, which is like long, I think. That is a long time. Right? For like that's a big chunk of your childhood oh that you have a little guy. Yeah. He was cute. I, he one time he scratched his eye and I had to put ointment in his eye every day after school. Oh, how responsible. I would come home, put kids in the hall on and put ointment in the guinea pig's eye. How old? What? what this is so funny. How old were you? I don't know. I had him like old. <laughs> Did people know that you had a guinea pig? Oh, yeah. My friend Kim called him Boopsty Boops. Why? I don't know. But it really stuck because we all called him. Did boops. she play with him, too? Yeah. She was like, I got to go get Boopsty Boops. <laughs> And she, we had this song for him. This is like so ridiculous. But we would hold him and dance with him and go, boopsty boops. Da na 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 na. Boopsty boops. Da na 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 na. She went on to take boopsty boops to Broadway. Yeah, he was cute. He was a cute guy. He had long butt hair. I mean, that was part of his breed. Did you practice doing hair on it? Did you braid oh, yeah, it? Oh, I braided it constantly. I had to give him little baths in the sink and oh. caught his little thingy nails. Did- was he fussy about it? He let you do no, it? No, he let me do it. He was a good boy. How often did you have to do that? I have no idea. Whenever I needed to. And you had to make sure he had like stuff to chew on so that he filed his own teeth down. So he had like houses made out of like special kind of woods and he would chew the houses. He would chew the house down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boots? Boots. And then he would <laughs> get alfalfa. And my grandmother... um would treat him like she hated him, but she actually loved him. Yeah, classic. So, so she would be like... That gave that thing that <laughs> some carrots. <laughs> and so this he is his um, pen was like in my room, which is by where the laundry was. Uh-huh. And so every time she came to do the laundry, she had a treat for this guinea pig. She, you know, she was like, I got to go. To She's like, let me see. What, for that she was thing. like, let me see if I can have something for that thing. Like, I've <laughs> never seen somebody more resistant to be in love with things. Was she like that with the dogs? <laughs> no. Like she would pretend to be like hard at first and then she'd be like, like there was one time we were going to get this dog that we, we all really wanted this dog. And she's like, we're not getting another dog. We can't have another dog. What was, what was it the was dog? It was Pippin. And then what dog did you have already? We had just lost Bonnie. Oh, okay, who was okay. our Scotty dog. And so we go and we look at this dog and she's like, you're coming home with me. Like she was, you know what I mean? Like you were just like, softy. she was softy, but she would just be like. What is that thing doing? She had to put up a hard front. Yeah. You were like, oh, I don't want a rodent in the house. And you're like, what do you look at him? And she's like, OK. And she's like, it's cute. I would love to see that guy with a full size carrot. He would rock it around. He was strong. He was a juicy he was boy. Strong. He was a strong, sexy guy. He was a, if a guinea pig could be sexy, he was a sexy pigs. man. Really? Yeah. Go for him. 
like a Tom Cream. He sexy? had delicious lips. Do you know how guinea pigs have little tiny lips? You kiss them uh, on guinea lips. pig people. I wish I did. I mean, I was scared he would bite me. Really? Well, they have like those little rat teeth. Yeah, that they're are like very, long teeth, and they're huh? very strong. They can rip wood. They're like little beavers in your house, like little they, woodchucks. They like are. Yeah, it's like a tiny little woodchuck. Where are they wild? Are they wild anywhere? Capybaras and like South America, I think, have a lot of wild guinea pigs, right? Really? Yeah. That's fucking cute. But they also eat them in that culture as well. Oh. I wonder what they taste like. Rabbit? I've never had rabbit. Me neither. Wouldn't know. I I couldn't. Um, Sorry, trigger warning for guinea. I'm not eating any. Don't worry, guys. But um, guinea pig people will know what I'm talking about with the lips. Guinea pig people. Guinea pig people. Guinea pig people. Oh, we also don't call them guinea pigs. We call them gimme kibs. Uh, give me, 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 give but I just like we can speak broadly about it because it's just so good. It is so beyond accurate too. like I was texting with my friend Jesse from high school. Yeah. And we were just like, I can't believe there was a cancer walk. I know. In it. Like how many of us have like, oh, my God, put on the our relay khakis walks, to yes. go, like relay for life. Yes. Until the net you stay there overnight. Yeah. Like that is ridiculous. Drama central. Yeah. There's so much shit going on. I think on. when it comes to just children in general, we just like, let's let them go to bed. Because <laughs> there's not going to be nothing but drama. Yeah. But literally this show captured this. I got so upset in the best way because it touched me so much because yeah. it was a show for women with only the female lens. Like yeah. It was for and by. For us by us. Yes. And it just, it got to a place where there was like, there was no male gaze on it. Yeah. It was just like, this is, remember when this happened? Yeah, like we were gross. Like this is the real story. This is what really happened. I love it. And And like, even with like their sexuality and stuff, like how they are experiencing boys and shit. It's like, oh, I love it. It, It's just feels so painfully real that it's almost like remembering. Yeah. And they're so good at acting. They, these Oh, my God. The performances were amazing. I think it's like I think that really like lends itself to the show, too, because I don't think the show would be nearly remotely as good if like it was actual 12 year olds. Right. 13 year olds. Like, I, yes. It would be like so Degrassi. Yeah, it's meta. It's because they're like because 34. They're, like, old actors, yes. <laughs> it makes it so much more fun to watch. Absolutely. And, like, more, it like sells the story so much more. I totally agree. And like you can just feel feel the realness like i don't know you just feel it from them yeah, like it's like yeah at first you think it's like a novelty but yeah it actually like benefits the stories a lot and i, I think it's really cool to see like how each season grew up and aged yeah. with them like, like the, the tone, tone yeah. age and i was like you guys this is genius it's so clever it's really so smart they they got every little trope yeah they got the thong episode, the witch episode. Will, they the, got the the dance episode. Like it was just the recitals, the play, the, all like, of it. Yeah, it was so correct. They were they're just so on the nose yeah. for like very specific experiences. Like our tiny little quirky behaviors that we did. Oh my god! And like even it's so funny too because like there was a, a half Asian story and like a divorced parents story yes. and like we, you and I definitely saw like our stories represented a little bit, yes. especially in like when. Anna's parents get divorced 
And she starts like questioning God and like, yes, like, not, you know what I mean? Like, she, right. I because like we you, like, recently, went that. we were yeah. recently talking about how um, oftentimes children of divorce will kind of question societal norms at a younger age because they're like disillusioned by it. They're like, well, this yeah. isn't true. And I'm still here and this is still a thing. Yeah. And I exist and my life and my family is valid. So if that's the case, then this societal thing is a lie. And what else is a lie? Yeah. And then you start to be like, well, do I believe in this? Is it, it really does help you kind of break down just a nonsense. Like social expectations. Yes. And yeah. like institutions. Yeah. You're like, I don't have to do this because it's not real. Yeah. And then you, you're, you I don't know. And that happens a little bit younger, I feel like, in, you know, kids that have dealt with that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. we saw Anna doing that. Yeah. And I was just like, wow. Like, it almost made me realize that. Right. Like, oh, that's why I was like that. Totally. That's why yeah, I you was were like, like a, you were like a little bit like rebellious. Not, not even rebellious, but like. Yeah, I was just like. Different. I felt different. Yeah. I felt other. Yeah. Like. I don't know how to describe it. Like when I would go to my friends' houses that had like, you know, their mom and dad and the two cars and the this and yeah. that. Like I was like, this is not what my experience is at all. Yeah. Like I have a different experience. And like, you know, more of my friends' parents were together than not. Yeah. So to me, it was just like, I'm just have a little, I just have a different experience. Yeah, you have like know. a more realistic sense of like life. I, I mean, I don't even like, and I'm not even necessarily comparing what one is better than the other. It just, it just makes you inherently just like different. Yeah. And that's something that like a lot of people don't even like who are kids of divorce because it's so much more common. And we know so many people whose parents are divorced and like, but you don't even realize like at the time how much it did affect you. Cause yeah. you're just like, Oh, this is normal now. Yeah. But like, it's never, it's not, it's not like what the quote unquote American dream ideal is. Yeah. So you feel like you're like, well, I'm not part of this. I'm less than or like, yeah, exactly. I'm not part of this. And that's just like a small, anyways, they captured that. Great. <laughs> yeah. And they had that like animated episode. That started off real, like, I couldn't tell if it was going to be good. Yeah, I was like, okay. Because it didn't have, like, you know, the visual right. things of, like, the 2000s that I was, that I enjoy from the show. Right. But it, it was, like, so funny. It was great. Yeah. It was really good. I was like, what is this? They drew Maya so ugly, too. They, they drew them both, like, it was really intense. Yeah. But they drew Maya specifically. Like, you know how, like, in certain shows, like, Ren and Stimpy? Yeah. Where it would, like, zoom into their face and yes. it would be, like, hideous? That's what they did to poor yeah. Maya. Oh, my God. <laughs> poor Maya. Poor Maya. That, she's so funny. When she, like, has, like, the fits and starts crying, I'm like, this is such a... She's great. Yeah. She's such a good... They're both such good actors. And, like, I just think it's a perfect show. Totally. If you haven't watched it, if a you're, million yeah, if out you're of ten. you're a millennial woman... Or any woman, because there's, like, some beautiful episodes just about... I feel like the, the tropes, like, anybody can, like, apply to, like, what their fashion was or, like, the fad was when they were growing up. Like... Yeah. Because, like, it's the same concept. It's just so painfully awkward. It's, it's just, just yeah. so painful. I feel like anybody can get it. It's just so good. Even, like, guys can watch it and just be like, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, please like, watch it and see what we've been through. Yeah. <laughs> we've watched all your shit. Right? Yeah. And then some. I've had to watch super bad. Yeah. We saw you guys grow up. Y'all are still drawing dicks on everything. Right. Now you get to see us get a mustache for yeah. some reason. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Did we talk about, oh like, my. when we had happy trails? Like, how... Oh, we were just... Your hormones are so intense when you're going through that time that you're just, like... You have hair everywhere. Yeah, you're like a blonde werewolf. 
blonde. Yeah, because it like speak for it, yourself. Like, glistens in the sun. Yeah, it, it glistens. It, it has a different shade. It's like my arm hair. Huh. It's like blonde. God, like I had like a full happy trail and like nipple hair. I know. And then it went away. I thought I was going to have that. I was yeah. like, this is what I'm going to have to deal with. It goes away. No one told me. No, they're like, oh, it it's a surge away. of hormones. It'll fall out. No one tells no, you that. No, I just suffer alone knowing that I was like a hairy monster. Oh my beast. God. All of us are like in bathing suits at parties with full blown like curly happy trails. Yeah, I, I would shave it. Oh my God, we all did. And it would get like stuck in my Bic razor. Oh, you weren't using a chic quattro? Oh yeah. How about... You got to follow your heart, Shake your intuition. <laughs> oh, so good. What was what was the one with the bar of soap like around it? That was the chick intuition. That was it, right? Yeah. But it's different now, right? I don't know. Do I have the chick intuition? No. The chick intuition. I have a chick. I have a, what do I have? What did you call me? Excuse me? <laughs> um, I have like a regular razor. Whatever you, what it's do called. You sh- stop shaving. I just shave my legs sometimes and my armpits all the time. That's it. <laughs> The rest you of can't stuff do the arm hair. Trimsy whimsies. What? This, this is a nice balance for you. This is where you feel I have happy. So much arm hair on my arms that I've grown back in uh-huh. because I'm fighting white supremacy <laughs> and I'm allowing myself to have my Portuguese arms. Good. And I, I, it's hard for me because I have was raised through the lens of extreme misogynistic patriarchy. Uh huh. And I'm just allowing and like white supremacy, obviously, which is like to be like hairless and blonde and blue eyed. Yeah. I'm. Not that. You're more of an Alyssa Milano. I'm a little bit more. I, exactly. I mad respect for Alyssa Milano having her arm hair and her belly hair all up on charmed. Yep. Like, and, and looking gorgeous. Yeah, now she's like doing like, great stuff. Why does having body hair make you not hot? I know. Like, that's dumb. Like, to she's me. Ariel. Right. Like, having Ariel and, like, had arm also hair. Also, anybody, sure. people, like, I just like, think that it's like kind of ridiculous. It is. We're mammals. We're animals. I think it's like totally reasonable for a woman to be covered in hair. I agree with you. All everywhere. The chances of her needing to survive in the wilderness is the same. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, yeah, I'm not. It's hard. I I, sometimes I don't always shave my legs, but I still sometimes do. Mm. The armpits, I can't. You know why? I I am like a busty person. And I just like feel like I don't need any more things like in my armpit area. Yeah, I get what you mean. You know what I mean? Too much volume. Yeah. Too much stuff. I'm just like, it's I have too much stuff on the top half. And I just it's just like, honestly, for athleticism Uh at this point. Yeah. Like you're a swimmer. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I get it. Do you know? That's just like where I'm at with that. It's a small space. Totally. You got to trim the hedges. And so this is what Pen15 is about. And it like is. And like it made it normalizes that shit. So I'm like, thank you. God, it's so great. <sighs> There's a scene with Maya in the bathroom that is so funny. Which one? When her friend from Japan. Oh, my God. You guys. It is just, so funny. It is so cringe. Amazing. Funny. God, they're, they're like shameless. Those two. They really are. They don't give a fuck. It's it must have been so cathartic to act out some of those yeah. things. My favorite thing is like when they have to um, kiss a co-star that's like a child. Yeah. So like obviously they're adults. So they're not going to kiss children. So they like have an obvious stunt double come in that has like a chin stubble. Yeah. And then they like zoom in really close and it's clearly like an adult a man. A lot of camera tricks. It's really, but it's like done so hilarious. Yeah. I, I just love it. It's perfect. It's it's just, I love it so much. It's got to win all the awards. Okay. Um, have you seen the sex lives of college girls on HBO? Oh my God, yes. Good so far and has Pauline Chalamet. Another example of a show about girls doing stuff. I really like it. 
we like saw it on HBO and I saw I had heard about it because my friend Timothy Chalamet, who I follow on Instagram, he posted that his older sister Pauline was in it. And I was like, I didn't know he had an older sister. I love that her name is Pauline. Pauline Pauline Chalamet. Um, They look exactly the same. They really look like, and she has a lot of like, they have like sibling mannerisms. Totally. They like sound the same. Right. God, they, they're cute together. She's like nine years older, I think. She right? is so good, I think. She's great. And she's really plays this like really funny, cute character. And it's about these girls in college and in in what, Vermont? I oh my god. And then we in New England yeah. somewhere. But we were like watching the show and we're like, this show's cute. And all of a sudden we realized that they filmed a large portion of it where we live. Yeah. In the town that we live in. Like at the school that's in our town. At the school that's in our town. We were literally just like, that's we have downtown. To watch it. This is it looks here. way cooler than it is. Yeah, I was like, cool, all right. <laughs> but so now we have to watch show. it for two reasons. It's a great show. I, I recommend it. And like, there's a girl in it from the Mean Girls musical. Yes. Which I learned after I was watching the show. Yeah. And I'm just like so much more impressed. She's really good. Yeah. Wait, speaking of shows we watched too, I wanted to also talk about the mushroom documentary that we watched. Oh my God. My mother recommended. She's so funny. Like, only parents recommend things that they have not watched yet. Because so they like funny. read it on the news. She's like, I heard this is really good. You should watch it. She's like, it said on CBS this morning that this is good. What's it called? Fantastic Fungi? Yeah. Or but it's fungi, fungi, as we learned. It's a soft Ugh. G. Is that not hard? Guy is hard. Jaw is soft. Is it really? Soft G. G is soft. Why is that one soft? What are you talking about? It's not the other way around. If it's fungi, that's a hard G. And Jai is soft. Yeah. Jai is the best Thai food in New York City. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> the vo- you, you are, you're literally like, why is that hard and why is that soft? Yeah. Do you get why that's hard and soft? No, I'm asking you. You don't understand what I'm saying to you? No, Fung- I know the concept. Of, I know the concept of like hard and G, soft. Like G, of a hard G is a G sound and I a soft G. I just think that the G sounds harder. Ex- and that should be hard. And the other one should be soft. What? All right. What? You think ga is softer than ja? Ja is harder than ga to me. Because you're saying ga with like a Chinese accent for some reason. Ga. Ga. Ja. Ja. Comment below. I think ja sounds harder. It feels harder. No. All right. It's that's. I don't agree with you. So I guess this is subjective. <laughs> it's not subjective. This is a rule. Look up hard G. Rules are subjective. Oh. <laughs> is it subjective? Get out of town. <laughs> subjective? Like, you know, like a soft G is the J sound. That's how you differentiate it. Uh-huh. Wow, she's not sure. No, I believe you. I know I'm, you're right. Are you gif or jif? Gif. Gif. I know it's jif, but it's gif to me. How do you know it's Jif? Wait, is it Jif? What does G stand for? What's graphic. It? It's graphic, right? Yeah. So it's G. So it's GIF. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those oh, are the things out. that get me wicked worked up. <laughs> she can't sleep in there. Anyways, the Fantastic Fungi documentary oh, was hell yeah. absolutely riveting yeah eye-opening yeah do you guys understand how important mushrooms like are? it was before this movie and after this movie like i've changed mushrooms I'm are basically our mother yeah they are the mother of humanity and the animal kingdom. from like what 650 million years ago it's or like, something they're like, literally can you like believe 
And did you guys know that mushrooms are communicating underground at all times? Mycelium. Mycelium. Did you guys also know that there is a very, very supported by scientific theory that the reason that humans Mm. made so much evolutionary strides in a relatively short short amount of time is because they they were eating magic mushrooms and creating neural pathways by taking magic mushrooms that they were finding them them synesthetic synesthesia synesthesia. yeah and like experiences so they were able to like create languages they were like seeing sounds and like you know you know what i mean like they were able to become human like homo sapiens developing their senses and like grow their brains at such a rapid rate like build tools right because and they believe the reason is because they were finding mushrooms that were growing on cow poop eating them and like that having a fucking shrimping balls my fucking mind like when you watch this documentary it's literally like ape people yeah like eating mushrooms and being like fuck i'm tripping yes. balls bro yeah. and like they like make tools yes and like yeah they were showing like what it would would have been like it makes total sense it was it i was just like oh my god like okay so there's definitely like a, a snake oil salesman part of this movie like for sure this guy i mean they obviously tout him for his research and he does like sell a lot of stuff on the internet. Right. But like, even regardless of like what he says, this shit is true. Right. Like whether, regardless of like the you research. You want to buy his mushrooms Yeah, yeah to like treat whatever. Right. He, yeah. Like everything else in the movie is like I mean, true. his facts about mushrooms yeah. are facts. Yes. Yeah. It's like. Or theories you, that are, you know, supported. It's just like what a perspective change it is. It it's was, like amazing. Like basically we were mushrooms and then half of the us DNA stayed as mushrooms and half of us became the animal kingdom. Um, I can't handle it. I know. And there's like these huge groups of like mushroom. Um, Mycelium. No, like the people that enjoy the mushroom, like fans. Oh, yeah. There's like mush heads. Yeah, mush heads. <laughs> I made that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, mushroom heads. Oh, yeah. my God. That was one a concert that I saw with Michelle. Yeah, but you know what that means. Mushroom head. Is it a peanut? It's peanuts. It's a peanuts? It's peanuts. No, thank you. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Elena's little nephew, when he was tiny... He wanted to say, like, stop doing that, but he didn't know, like, a polite way to do it. I think your mom was like, do you want me to pick you up? And he was like, didn't want to get picked up or like he was like, don't give me a hug or something. Yeah. And he went, no, please. (laughs) And now we say no, please. It's just the best way to say no, please. please." (laughs) It's just so. It makes more sense than no, thank you. Yeah. It's like, no, please. Yeah. Don't. (laughs) Please don't. Nanny, please. I don't want to hug right now. Like he was just like, no, please. Just as polite as possible. Just so cute. Um, But mushrooms. Yeah. Back to mushrooms. I'm obsessed with them. I like. It's fantastic. And coming up with fake mushroom names is really funny, too. Oh, my God. They have the most epic names. You guys, these mushrooms. There are so many mushrooms. I actually am so interested in mushrooms now that like when I see them outside going forward, I'm going to Google what it is. They have to get like a mushroom app. There's got to be an app. Comment below. Say that for that. <laughs> okay, one another question. No, please. <laughs> no, please. Stop. Okay, this is an advice one. Have you guys ever had a horrible boss or work? I need advice on how to leave on good terms. LOL. <laughs> how funny is LOL? Yeah, the delicate art of leaving on good terms. Um, absolutely. Who hasn't? Anyone that's 
Everyone who lived in New York yeah. City has had the worst bosses in the oh world. Oh my god! It's like I don't the know city I'm, of the worst bosses. I'm not sure if I've ever had a good a one. good one. <laughs> I mean, um, you worked in retail. That's like oh, the worst. My god, I've been sexually harassed. Who had, I've been yeah. verbally assaulted. Yeah. Physically harassed, made to do it, oh, it, inhumane, inhumane, things, de- morally degrading. I've been asked to scrub floors on my hands and knees. Yeah. I've scrubbed walls. I've done things that I wouldn't tell my children about. Yeah, I did things that I didn't. I had been had such Stockholm syndrome for it that when I think I was talking about it to your dad. Oh and yeah, and he was like, "That's abuse." And he knew the guy too. Oh no, that was that was a different one. That oh. was the other. He, oh yeah, that yeah. one he did. Okay. Yes, but then the other one, I'm not going to name any names. No, it, it is because that's how you leave on good terms. Yeah, I mean, name, I don't no, know no, any, name, no names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't um, know a single person who has lived like gone through working in New York City that hasn't had a terrorist boss. I know it's true. In some way, it is shape a or form. crazy place, and there's all different kinds. It really you build quite a skin. I, I don't mean, know if it's a tough skin, but it's a skin. I worked in production for like I don't through college. I started in college and mm-hmm. then like did it in the summers, and then was able to transition into working right away, which was great because it was 2008. Yes. Um, and it what was kind like, of production were you in? Well, it's commercials. Like I was a PA. Commercials. Commercials. <laughs> Ever heard of them? <laughs> The thing that sucks about production is that, like, there is no definitive role, right? If you're a PA, like, you basically just do anything anyone tells you to do. Yeah. There's no, like, job description. It's just, like, you do this. Yeah, so you end up being, like, the person above you is, like, bitch Bitch. for, like, however long you're on this job. Yeah. And you do, like, the most degrading shit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't even. And then, like, they're so, like, slimy, these people, too. Yeah. This one time... We were like, we had just finished this job that was like absolutely horrific. It was like the dead of the summer. And this production company hired the pe- like this the production crew for two simultaneous jobs. Right. Oh my God. So like So what kind of hours were you working? Like 16 hour days. No. Where like you're going from one set to another, like doing shit for both shoots. That's like how you're gonna get and, so much confused. And and like the budget was so fucked that like we were literally working out of the back of like a Mac, a Mack truck. Was it in air conditioned? No, in the dead of the summer. Oh my like, God. Like table set up in a truck and oh. like on the side of the street in Brooklyn. And this guy would be like, can you go walk my dog? And it was like a 10 minute walk away. And I would have to like go walk and take his dog out. Oh my God. That's like definitely and then not at, your job so description. Like, and then so at the end of the shoot, that was like absolute torture and like we already like weren't getting paid our overtime because like you're supposed to get paid like a double day rate if you go over like 14 or 16 yeah. hours you never get it it's like so rare that they do it because i like, mean isn't that illegal yes <laughs> so you end up working like 17 hour days for 200 bucks before taxes i mean this is the side of like film and tv and commercials that people need to oh know it's like about. complete abuse and like the sexual harassment is like I, I had to stop like you. Li- yeah. I literally could not see a future for myself. Yeah. You there know, there'd be no way. So like you either have to be born into it or be sexually harassed a lot. Yeah. So like at the end of the shoot, the the guy who was like the production manager, he's like such a sleazeball. Mm-hmm. He was like, let's I'm going to take you guys all out to dinner at like Momofuku. And this mm-hmm. is like when it was new and cool and like you could barely get a table. And it's a bunch of like 20 something PAs. Yeah. So like you guys. There's probably like six of us. You guys aren't going and, like to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like usually when you do shit like that, you pay with like petty cash. Right. You know what I mean? 
And so he takes us and like he orders like everything on the menu, like has us buy drinks. Like he's really yeah. like pushing it on us. Then the bill comes and he's like, you guys like we're pretty tight on petty cash. Like I'm going to ask you to split the bill. <gasps> I was beyond. And I was, this is like after not getting like double rates for like you, working. Were you so just like, long. no, I'm not going to pay like, that. Yeah, I was like, no. Yeah. And then he made us anyway. And I never talked to him again. I was How like, I've never. was it? $300 each. Oh, my God. I was like, I'm never talking to this guy ever again. And I never worked for him ever again. That is disgusting. Yeah. Some of the stuff that has gone on. Yeah. It's Ugh. like, and that's not even like the worst of it. So, like, let me ask you a question. Like, how do you think, like, how can you leave on good terms is like kind of oh, yeah, the, question. That's the question. Yeah. Like, I feel like you have seen that person and you guys were on good terms. Well, he has, he has, his he's such a simp. Yeah. He has like a such low status. Okay. Like he hates himself. <laughs> like I can literally be like, hey, you fucking idiot. And he'd be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like that he, like he needed to stand up for you guys then too. And that means he can't. So that like sucks. He should not mm-hmm. have been in charge in any way. You know, he's just like a people pleaser. You, like for production too, it is sort of just like you get find the people that you like and then you guys like hire each other. They just keep other. hiring you, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's like for that kind of career it is important to leave on good terms. Yeah. Like, I think I've left on good terms for honestly, like most of the stuff I left. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't care in a way because like I'm not going to work for them again. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't and think I've ever really like cared. There's going to be somebody. Yeah. And there was somebody in each company that I could have used as a reference. So I think this is like the most important thing. If you're concerned about like references. Uh huh. Um, keep good terms with somebody that's your superior or equal that you could get a reference from. Mm. And then just do whatever you have to do to take care of yourself. Like if you're working with a bad boss, it is soul crushing. You deserve better than this. And you get leave. Yeah. Just say you're going to pursue other avenues or something. Yes. I have to pursue other avenues. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, and then just Just make sure you. Right. You don't know anybody. It doesn't have to be a hundred percent true. Exactly. You it's called a, a nice little white lie, which is just Yeah, just get out of there. Massage nicely. the situation yeah. and leave. Yeah. Cuz at the end of the day, it is it's not good to burn bridges. But at the same time, if people are being toxic to you and you need to set up boundaries, you are allowed burn to do that. Burn that bridge, baby. You know? You burn that bridge. I think there's a saying, may the bridges I burn light the way. So oh, it's just yep. like do whatever you got to do. Bring a cake in that says I quit. Right. <laughs> Soften the blow. Um but yeah, I know that's really, really hard and like soul crushing. So I hope you can. Yeah. Having a bad boss is the worst. Right. It's bad. And if it's a kind of situation where like, I don't know what kind of job it is, but if there's like an HR situation, like utilize those things and stand up for yourself because that's what they exist for. Mm. A lot of people are scared to speak up and afraid of retaliation. But like those, that's what those systems are there for. And if they betray that, then you got a nice lawsuit on your hands. Yeah. So I don't really know. Like, I think people, people need to people, speak up. Yeah. And a lot of people are quitting right now, too. Yeah. A lot of people are just not standing for shitty treatment at the at work anymore. It's and like, that's great. And that's great. Yeah. It needs to change the culture of like, I mean, like I've said, I think every former job that I've ever had. Mm-hmm. They were. Oh, my God. I was physically no pushed at that other job that I just there, remembered. There used to be unions. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That girl shoved me to the ground. That was a salon. I was plugging in a blow dryer. They like hazed you at that salon. They They were. They were so mean. They, you like came home crying like every every night. day. 
So I fucking, and you know what? I burned that bridge hard. Yeah. And look at they you were like, They're like, I was like, I'm not going to be able to come in anymore because I can't work there. It was like, I like literally emailed my manager and I was like, I literally can't come in. You guys are so mean. And now that we have like the threat of like, you know, social ostracization, if yeah. you reveal them. Right. Is that a word? Oh yeah. Like, right, right, right. You like can, social just, you can yeah. like, you can, yeah, you can call out like big companies call out yeah, their they, like, do anything. company culture. Yeah. That's like good. Yeah. It's almost like. Like I said, it's good to speak up. And when you have a lot of voices, it is it is really helpful. Mm -hmm. And people believe you and it's great. But it wasn't like that in the early aughts. God, the early aughts were not good. Oh, my God. Imagine being able to call out some of those people on the Internet. (laughs) Anyways, I hope that advice is helpful. It's, It's really just like a case by case situation. But like my biggest advice is if you need to leave, leave. Yeah. And don't look back. Don't look back. Yeah, you don't deserve don't, it. Yeah, don't, you don't need to have a, a clean bridge. Yeah, necessarily. And I think the best thing you can say is like, like Elena said, just like I'm going to be pursuing other avenues. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah. Here's my two weeks notice. Yeah. If you can give notice, that's probably you know a better way to leave on good terms. Mm-hmm. But I've been hearing too that people are saying like, why do we even have two weeks notice? Yeah, they don't give us two weeks notice. Right. If they fire us. Right. So do whatever you got to do. Okay. Um. More deep dives into the CD collection. Oh, oh our CD I video. I was just thinking about this because, like, I do kind of miss, like, looking through music that way. I know. Because, like, the way I listen to music now is, like, I'll often just listen to, like, my liked songs. Yeah. Because whatever. But, like, I can't just, like, keep making playlists. Sometimes it's I want to just go through my CDs and, like, pick a CD. I know. You so, know like, what I the mean? sad thing is, though, is that we actually did donate those CDs. That CD did book. We? Yeah. Yeah. I sent it with the donations. It took up too much room. It was, it weighed, not kidding you guys, like 40 pounds. Yeah. It was so heavy. And like, we didn't even have a CD. I didn't have a CD player. I didn't have a way to play them. We have a CD player in the car, we realized. Yes. And one of the, I did save a few CDs that I knew that were like rare and like hard to find. And we do have that CD in the car. It's a Sarah Vaughn CD. It's Sarah Vaughn. Yeah. Because from the Chanteuse collection. Yeah. Because she's one of my favorites. And I was like, I'm never gonna be able to find this version of her singing Naughty Baby. Yeah, that's true. You couldn't find it. You're like, I have to keep the CD. Come to mama. <laughs> Anyways, um, but more deep dives into the CD collection like that. I loved making that video. That was like a blast from the past. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen it, I'll post it again. God, I wish I had mine. My, my mom might still have mine. Oh, I wonder. Yeah. Because they keep CDs they and actually stuff. have like a sound system that you can like use. I know. Isn't that so funny? I, it's it's useful. They, they've had it like my whole life. Did you know that they sell um C, uh, not not CDs, tapes on friggin Urban Outfitters? Urban Outfitters? Yeah. They, se- they sell tapes that like weren't even tapes that we had. Right. It's like Britney Spears on tape. Like they never made that on I tape. I know. I had a fucking hit clip, bitch. <laughs> um, wait, I had another. You had hit clips. I had that. Um. MP3 player that was like long and oh, purple. Oh, I had that too. The purple one? Yes. The Sony. Yeah, the Sony purple. And it was like an alien in the commercial wearing oh, it. Oh yeah, I put I took that on my fucking softball trips. That what that thing never worked. Never. One that thing trying never to figure worked. out how to put my ripped MP3s onto my MP3 players was so something it came else. with like a thing that plugged in the computer that you put this like little like flash drive yes, into. Uh-huh. It's not even a flash drive. It was like a SIM card. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a white SIM card. It was card. like a chip, yeah. Yep. And you suck it in and you were able to put like it was 10 like a floppy songs. Disc. You could put it was. It was like a tiny floppy disk. And you could put 10 songs on it. It wasn't that many. And if you tried to upload it and it was over the minute, it wouldn't upload any Anything. of them. It has to be perfect. Ah! 
So you That's had to, the thing. it was, oh my God, you guys have no idea the technology that we've things, been through. That nothing worked. There, none of, nothing yeah. worked. None of the toys, none of the games, everything was broken. Yep. Nothing was right. No one knew how to they make sure. They lasted for like 30 seconds if it worked. Oh my God. And, and then they came out with like the CD shaped one that held like 250 songs. Uh-huh. I was like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And then it like said the song name on the screen. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe my very eyes. Yeah. That really, really good. Blew my mind. And then one day we had iPods. Yeah. And it was like, you know, before iPods, I feel like there was like Zune. No, Zune was like after the iPod one. Do you know why? Why? Because my friend at the time was a Zoom ambassador, a Zune ambassador. I'm sorry. And it was like 2006, I want to say. 2007. A Zune ambassador? Yep. 2006. That's incredible. 2007. And it was like the time in New York City. She went to NYU and I would like come and hang out with her all the time. And it was the time in New York City where it was like the misshapes were really popular. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. And it would be like all these like emo, like hipster parties. Yes. And we would like dress up as like to like make fun of hipsters and like go to like misshapes parties. Oh my God. And we would go to like the annex all the time. And like, and she, she was, we, a we would, Zune yeah, ambassador. we would like go to shows How did and she, she get would to have like a, a Zune, Zune t shirt. Oh, okay. And she would have to like walk around, like show people her Zune. And, and for some paid? reason, she picked the brown one. <laughs> um, she got a free Zune. Oh, okay. She might, I don't even know if she got paid. I think she, we just got to go to shows for free. That's kind of a good guess. And like, I literally just like stood around and waited for her to like hawk her Zune around. Oh my God. That's really funny. She died on the Zune hill. That's good. That's funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember those, the clickers, you know, the, the iPod one. It was like. Yeah, very satisfying. Click, click, click. I still actually miss that one. That Me was too. a good one. I bet you it comes back. Like, right though? I bet you. We're going to see it on Urban Outfitters. I know. Urban Outfitters, guys. But it's going to be like iPod paperweight. It's like really. urban. I go to Urban Outfitters to check and see how old I am sometimes. What the kids like? Like that the kids top like? that I just found on there with like the strings. It was like a uh, that top that I posted about. on. Oh, t- yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, that top. The strings. That top messed me up. I who was shops like, at Urban? Because like it definitely has stuff for us. Yeah. But then it has stuff like that. I'm like, who the fuck is this for? It's for every. It's for a bunch of people. It's for everybody. I'm every people. <laughs> That's my favorite Slovak version of <laughs> I'm every people. <laughs> All right, let me give you another question. Okay, talk about some fails along the way. Sense that didn't go as planned, etc. Oh my God. Well, it would never go to that point. We, we did sense, have some kerfuffles. But there has been some things that have Yeah, happened. there are definitely kerfuffles. I think one thing that you need to know is that if you start a business is like things are going to go wrong and how you respond to them and how you fix it. That's what makes you is is how you respond to things that go wrong. One thing I remember that was like a big fail was on the very, very first round of the Coven Tall Votives, the material that the labels were first printed on bubbled. Yeah. It was just a bad, a bad label. And... (laughs) Like some of them came out perfect, but like uh, some of them came out bubbled. Yeah. And so um, we then got like a special labeler. Yeah, we got a special label. Eventually we figured it out. And now there's like a whole method and it's they work and it's great. But there was like definitely a time when they just they got really they weren't. Yeah, we had to we had to scrap a whole bunch of them and we had to relabel a lot of them by hand. Do and you like, remember and this? And like peel off the old ones. Yeah. So what happened is. And clean them. They 
like a bunch of them got made and the labels were bubbly. So we literally set up in our house like this, like cleaning and relabeling station. Oh, my God. Um, this is it when we were so also awful. packing orders at the same time. Oh my god! So we, my hands were it like, was like so fucked it up. It was it was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of candles. Just peeling. We had peeling. We peeled them. Oh my and god! And then we cleaned them and sterilized the outside. And then we had to reapply the labels with this like label maker that we got. Yep. And then we rewrapped them. And mind you, this is something that normally is done where our candle pourer has like a whole factory. You, you would know? also think that there would be like an, a labeler out there for um, a shape like that, but it does not no, exist. We had to buy a custom labeler. Yeah. For like something not that cheap. tall and thin. Yes. And then we did this in our tiny New York apartment where we like made like, you know, these like cleaning and wrapping stations. Yeah. And we, we did it. We ended up fixing like pretty much the and whole we were, sock. we were using like this wagon thing to bring them back to our warehouse. Yeah. Which was the street. across the street. So I was like, I was like schlepping like hundreds of candles in this like wheelbarrow thing. And it was kind of like uphill. Hot, and it downhill. was like the spring, I think. So it was like very sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> that was like definitely like a fail that but we had to fix it and we did but it was like a lot of work yeah we so did if anybody like has of, like, some first gen ones those were like thank blood, you for your sweat support. and tears made with hand, yeah by hands <laughs> oh it was crazy yeah and it was like and there was the packaging for those changed a couple times and then we found our box and, yeah figuring out the packaging is like really hard because it's you know it needs glass. to ship one time there was like a bunch of the glass for the tall vessels that um had a bend in it yeah and glass is uh you know so we had to get that fixed it's all the same no it's not a technical bake and when you have a a bend then you get a bubble label so sometimes like every now and then you'll see a bubble label and it's because the glass is yeah all the not the glass is not perfect not always it can't be nope can't be it's glass can't be can't be perfect shouldn't be (laughs) um what else oh i remember one time our the wrong stickers got sent to production oh my god in the wrong direction oh yes and they couldn't be used on a labeler even because they were sent in the wrong direction the stickers were in the wrong direction so we had to get those reprinted and it was like (sighs) it was supposed to be in direction four every when it came in direction three yep these are the things and you know why it was because one person's direction four was the same as the other person's direction three because it's not a universal thing like yep. a label position yep so guys so always it was like check, a different factory always check your labels <laughs> and then there What's was the a number one another time where there was the wrong labels ordered or they the wrong labels came and then they made a run and we caught them before uh-huh. they went fully out Jeez. it was the starlets yep. before remember that yep so Guys, it's always the fucking stickers. It's always the diary. <laughs> yeah, it's always the stickers. But now we, I love our label place now. Yeah. And it's good. We, we ironed out the kinks. Yeah, and now we know it, yeah. what to expect, too, when we start new stuff. Finding your vendors is like the number one thing of like small business. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But nothing ever made it where it was like a fail, a fail. Like it would never get to that point. Yeah. Or like if it did, we would pull it out and. I haven't seen That's that. That's what she saw. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, let's do one final question. The final question. Okay. How do you handle together versus alone time when you're married and work together? We don't have any alone time ever. 
Um, we're just like freaks. We like to be together all yeah. the time. Even when I'm like out skating, I like want her to come hang out with me. But and she's it's like, come too and cold. watch me. <laughs> it's too cold. I mean, I it sounds her. like we're codependent, but we're definitely like interdependent. We just choose to be together. And yeah, like, like we, when I'm alone, I don't freak out. Right. Like we go and do stuff if we have to by ourselves. But like, you why know? not do it together if we, we can? We just like to do stuff together. We just really, we're just those weird people. Yeah. And we're really good about boundaries with work time versus fun time versus this time. Like, we kind of really compartmentalize, like, you know, when certain modes are. So we, and we know how to talk to each other during those times. Yeah. And how not, because we both have ADHD. So we both can't talk to each other during work hours because we're both like, we so, like literally cannot talk to like, each do other. Do not talk to me. I am a stupid woman. Yeah. We put do- each other into like <laughs> bubbles. We literally will be like, are you able to be bothered right now? Yeah. No. Okay. Like, there's, like, times where we have to, like, choose to, like, okay, we're going to meet now. Yeah. Because, like, we, when we get hyper-focused, you cannot talk to us. Otherwise, or we I'll will like get. I'll, slap you. Yeah. <laughs> she will not slap no, me. She, I'll be like, yeah. We're like, don't talk to me right now. Yeah. Yeah, but, like. I'm reading this thing about coding. <laughs> I'm trying to code this right now. Yeah. Do not speak to me. Oh, my God. Do not. Do if anyone not. talks to me when I'm trying to look at the code on the website. Yeah, don't talk to me. Do not. It's the hyperest focus. I'm in the matrix. It's so bad. I'm seeing all code, green like, and black. I, it's so hard. I have like the hiccups and a burp at the same time. Oh. Oh my God. The baby needs to be burped. <laughs> um, you know how to get up here. But yeah, we really are that those sickos that we're, I know that's like sounds so ridiculous. We just really like each other. I yeah. feel like in a past life, Elena and I were in a situation where we're like we couldn't weren't allowed to be together or something. And uh-huh. in this life, we're just like not going to waste a single moment. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sick of you yet. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even remotely sick not of you. Rem- I enjoy you more every day. You literally go to take a shower. and I'm like, I missed you. <laughs> Sorry to be gross, guys. This we're is gross. we're going to have to mark this as extremely gross. NSFW. <laughs> Not safe for life. Yeah, it's, it's extremely cringe. I know how cheesy it sounds. I really wish like you could come skate with me. That's like why I want you to skate. I know. I just like don't have that. That's fine. You have it. I, we're going to go skiing together. Guys, I don't know how to ski. Get ready. I've only been skiing one like for one weekend of my life when I was like was it just 12. One? Yeah. And like in theory, I know what to do. But you just do French fries and pizza. It's so that's easy. what I, that's what I know. I know French fries. That's, I know pizzas. that's it. I didn't even ski with poles that time. No poles. No poles. Pole. It was um. Carini. <laughs> what Pole. was that? Is that from 90 Day yeah. Fiance? <laughs> Pole. Um, speaking of Paul and Carini, our neighbor that lived here got a Paul uh, cameo for her birthday. One oh, time. my God. Paul yes. From 90 Day. And she said it to me. the creepiest guy. And it was the most. It was so long and so chaotic. Was it like 10 minutes long? It was. Yes, it was insane. It was a wild video. I can't believe he had like a device that would hold that much data. It was. Yeah, it was truly wild. Their baby is so cute. I know. It's like unreasonably cute. It's cute. Anyways. Yeah. So we just I think the way that we handle alone time versus all that other stuff is we just like really have like we're working now. Don't look at your yeah. work email now, like because otherwise we will just become. We like over. We crazy. communicate everything too. Yeah, communication is key. Like we we tell each other how to talk to each other too. Yeah, like when you want to tell me this, this is how you can tell it to me, and that really helps because it's just like tell me how to tell you. Yeah, like we each all every As- person we assume ha- that we they know right. Like everybody sp- speaks their own emotional language. 
And like, it's about finding out which way works for you to communicate and to receive information. And when you know yourself, then that's when you can tell people, hey, you know what? I do better when you talk to me like this. Yeah. Like, I, I think that like we're conditioned for some reason to like hold stuff in Mm -hmm. and not and like just get mad about stuff like right instead of like passive aggressive expressions yeah like why do we do that no you should just tell people yeah yeah and that's what we do like literally if i find if something bothers me even the tiniest bit i will just tell you yeah you have to do that in In, like a neutral tone yeah just be like i just want to let you know that that just like made me feel weird and you're like oh i'm sorry or like vice versa. Like, yeah. I just want to let you know that that's what I mean when I say you're being. Yeah. Thank terse. you for telling me. I won't do that anymore. And it's like, oh, my God. Well, that's what what's happening is I'm thinking of this. Yeah. So now I know when I'm thinking of this, I'm terse. Like it, we, it like, really, we literally have these conversations yeah, with we, each other. We literally like it's like, why am I? Why are you acting, you know, huffy? And I'm like, hmm, why am I acting huffy? So yeah. it just is like you instead of taking everything so personally. Yeah. You're almost yeah. like. Why are you acting like this? It's hurting me. And you're like, oh, well, I definitely don't mean that. When you truly like step outside of yourself and realize you're you're just observing your own thoughts. Like you're not right. even like real. Right. Like the when you let the ego go to the side. Yes. And you're like, what am I doing? Like, yes. it's just because you're telling me I did something that displeases you doesn't mean anything about me as a person. Right. Like it means I behaved in a way that you interpreted yeah, because of like whatever I, I experienced. Right. And I don't want to hurt you. So I'm not going to do that. Like, how hard was that? Right. How hard was that? Just admit you were wrong. No, there's literally, and like emotions get the better of you. Like my, like some things I do, like if I'm having like a heated conversation with anybody, I'll just be like, do you want to have a conversation with me or do you just want to be right? Do you want to just tell me what you think or do you want to like listen to me and like understand that we have like this is like what we do is like like, what's our goal here? What's our goal here? We're we're, we should be fighting for the same end goal. Let's both work together. I don't want to sit here and like, you know, I don't need to argue. I won't go. I won't engage anymore. I don't. I, I don't I, I like that. I can't get that. it up for an argument. I mean. I will disengage. I will too. Unless we're going to get somewhere. I'm not interested in having a conversation. Yeah. A conversation. I'd rather watch Emily in Paris season one in preparation for Emily in Paris season two next week. Right. Which now that you've said that, I'm going to go do. Because that's a great idea. Emily's in Paris. She's still living in Paris. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, I think that's um what we've got for this. Pre- what we've got here. That's what we've got here for this pre-holiday podcast. We'll be back with Deep Dive soon. Yeah, We're I just, just thank you for understanding. Thank you for, thank you for being a candle coven. How about, <laughs> um, you didn't have to do the things you did. Oh, you mean do, merci means do. thank you? Ah, thank you. you. I really miss those commercials. I wish they. I wish that Merci would bring back the thank you commercials. Bring back the thank you commercials from two years ago. And on that note, Merci (laughs) means thank you, Candle Coven. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with another episode. Maybe it'll be a deep dive. Maybe it won't. But you never know. You never know. Maybe it'll be me making glugs. Right. Testing my glugs per minute. But we're here, and we're we're queer. queer. Get used to it. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye, Candle Coven. <laughs>